Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the uh, Eagle Exchange Podcast. I'm Audrey Jones, accompanied by Chance Boots Taylor, Cam Matthews, and William Herbert. Uh, today we're going to be talking about sort of the state of the culture um, now, and that includes anywhere from pop culture to music to anything relevant culture-wise. Yeah, I've laid out some points, so what we're going to talk about mainly is fashion, music, entertainment, some of the progressive movements, but try not to get too political, and uh, some of the other, some of the media that surrounds our culture. When we mean the state of the culture, we mean like how times have changed throughout like America, and then for different uh, minorities or ethnic groups. So, with fashion, just overall like in American culture, I feel like it's changed quite gradually over the last couple of years, depending on how much you want to scale it. But like even 20 years or 50 years. It's even 10 years has changed dramatically. Back in the early 2000s, we had a lot of like saggy clothes and everything was like nice and like, well, not nice, but like really big clothes. The 90s, especially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like, the worst fashion decade. So, just a lot of <laughs> gigantic clothing that never really fit anybody. And then you got into like the later 2000s, like 2008 and like 2010, and everybody was wearing skinny jeans. Cleaned although, up a little bit. Although but we're yeah. kind of seeing like a return of the sort of like baggier clothes. People are getting more like looser and creative with what uh, they're right. wearing. I think it, the creativity has definitely increased a lot. But now, and then another thing is that like back in like the early 2000s and 90s, like you could go and get a shirt from Walmart, like a whole al- outfit from Walmart, nobody would like judge you. But now it's like, if you shop at Walmart for clothes, then like you're kind of looked down upon like we put so much value in name brand mm-hmm. items like if you don't have Lay's Louis Vuitton Bape Supreme or any of that then yeah. you're not I mean, really you're seen as like a low life people are caring less about like what the clothes look like or how nice they are they just want the label on the front that says this was expensive well yeah that's okay. what they care about so what do you guys think or how do you think brands like uh, Gucci will get affected by the recent um uh, controversies with them coming out with uh, clothes that resemble uh, racial imagery, such as like the the Gucci sweater that I think um, had Represent blackface, blackface. on. Yeah. Um, what I would like to see is for Black Americans to stop representing them so much, because you hear it in like our music. It's like, oh, I got Gucci this. You, you got Gucci Mane, and no disrespect to him or anything, but like I'm just saying for them to disrespect us on that level and for us to still go back and like promote their stuff, I think that's kind of unreasonable. I would like to see them not just, oh, let's protest this for X amount of days. Like They're only going to lose so much money and get back on the same stuff. Yeah. So I would rather see us like, start supporting like black fashion designers and everything because I guarantee you if they did that, not only would like, they would explode and become popular and trendy, but it would also help like the black community because it would create like wealth for businesses and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like for example, um, Off White, designed by Virgil Abloh, is like um, you know a black owner of a um, a designer brand. And um, regarding like Gucci, I agree with Aldrich and how it's sad that like um, I think they will stop just from like uh, the the image and like what it does to their brand. And eventually, people are gonna forget about that, and rappers are gonna go back to rapping about it. Right, but that's—I don't feel like that's the sad part. That's the sad truth yeah. of it at the end of the day, because it's like 
they shouldn't have to disrespect us for us to support our own businesses at the end yeah. of the day. Like, you go into, like, an Asian community, they're supporting Asian businesses. Mm-hmm. You go into, like, a Jewish community, they're supporting Jewish businesses. Yeah, that's true. So we need to start doing the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, are they just going to wait for their drop in sales to go away and then it's all back to normal? Or are they going to do something to try to, I don't know, I mean, make, I feel not like, make up for it, but at least do something? I feel like that as long as they are getting the same amount of money or they don't lose too much money, and they send out that apology, they're going to keep doing whatever they yeah. please. Yeah, exactly. And they they wouldn't change if it wasn't for people right. not spending as much money on the brand. Right. Do you think that sort of the state of hip-hop and how that's sort of kind of almost become dominant in music uh, culture as a whole, do you believe, or how do you think that that has had an impact on how people think about what they look like, what they're wearing. Well, you could take a group like, because everybody, I'm trying to make sure as many people understand as possible. So a large group that's very popular with many different like ethnicities is like Migos. Like almost everybody knows who the Migos are. My cat's name, Migo. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So like, but you see them and they have all this high-end stuff on. Even Drake has like a lot of high-end stuff. So then, then they talk about it in their songs. Like, oh, I got a Rolls, Ro- I got a Rolls Royce truck. The watch I have is like a, cost a quarter of a million dollars, and all these other like large things. So then you have people that are going out trying to like, to look like them because that's what's become popular through their music. So you have people trying to get a lot of chains, and often then you have the comp- and then it becomes a competition. Rappers yeah. have it between themselves, but it can also hurt other people that can't really afford it so then they go out and buy you the fake chains or break their back to get a real chain that at the end of the day is not going to get them anywhere and then there comes the argument with that especially in uh hip-hop most kind of uh notably is people say like oh they they came up they they get at this point in their career they get to they like deserve to be able to flaunt those things how do you guys feel about uh, artists who didn't maybe didn't have to put in the same, you know, struggle didn't come from the same environment that kind of use that as sort of the norm when it comes to lyrics and what they're talking so about. So you mean like cloud chasing? Pretty much. <laughs> I can't comment here. I don't know enough. Yeah, riding the wave. Yeah, that's very, that's pretty much what they're well, doing. There are yeah. artists that like actually come from the streets and like aren't used to having a lot of things. And, you know, you, that's why I hate when people say like, oh, you'll see um, Bill Gates walking around and he doesn't have a single Gucci thing on him. Like, okay, yeah, but when you come from, like, not having nothing, not to say, I don't know Bill Gates' background, honestly, but when you come from the streets and not having anything, having a lot of, having a lot of, or being able to obtain the things that you wish once you had is a milestone, and it, like, kind of, it's not required, but it gives a sense of, like, verification, like, I finally made it. Yeah, you so you get to, you do get to enjoy it, and I hate when people say like, "Oh, that's like stupid, or it's a waste of money, or it's nonsense." Like, it's kind of like a reward to yourself. I if mean, you, if you started rapping about your life and how you live, the, if you just keep doing the same thing, if that's right. how well, you've worked to get to that position. Also, Bill Gates is a is a terrible example because everybody knows who the hell Bill Gates is. He doesn't yeah. need to wear anything. They can spot him a mile yeah. away. Yeah, <laughs> and like um, he doesn't need to put anything on. Yeah. Like these rappers, like creating this image, you know, like you think of the. A rapper today, all right. the chains, a watch, right. rings, everything, and then new rappers that are coming up right now. It's at least low income. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lead to they put on a whole yet. bunch of fake chains and everything, and that is crazy because whenever you see anybody with like 
Like, you can't lie. There's probably been one time where you were walking around Linux or wherever, anywhere around Atlanta, you seen one guy that has, like, a whole bunch of vape or everything on, a whole bunch of, like, and a whole bunch of chains and watches and everything yeah. iced out and filled with diamonds. And you're like, wow, who is that? And even though it just might be some regular guy, it's like, wow. You really thought he was somebody for a second. Yeah. But yeah. Um, one thing I'd like to add in is that not only has it changed through like music for males, but the way that females dress has come a long way as well. Because women have been forced to dress very conservatively for like ever. But though I can't speak too much on it, I think that it has, they, they may be judged for it. I think they've been allowed and have been able to take bolder steps to dress how they want to dress and then be treated how they want to be treated. Though we're nowhere close to that goal, I feel like some steps have been accomplished where they can dress more freely in public. Uh, Campton, I know you're a fan of more like rock music and mm. older music. So how being someone who still continues, you know, it's popular genres. I'm not trying to like yeah, no, put it down. Know. I enjoy it as well. But um, how how does your view of what is now kind of called the mainstream and what makes what gets on billboard charts and gets on radio, how do you, what's your view of that? I mean, like I, I like some of the music and I'll listen to it in the car and I'll enjoy it. It's just I grew up listening to like Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, like Beatles, all that, and I've just always connected to that music more. And uh, what's interesting is I noticed with a lot, I mean, on the weekend, everybody kind of groupily listens to like more hip hop rap, some more upbeat, like fun yeah. than a lot of like classic right. rock is. But a lot of, I'd say a lot of white people kind of are going back 40 years and kind of enjoying the music their parents listen to. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the way, like our generation is, like, I mean, there's a lot of bad with all the technology. We stare at phones all day. Right. Like, and I think people kind of envy our parents' life. Like it was a little bit simpler when they grew yeah, up, like the 70s, sure. 80s. Like yeah. they kind of want to feel like they're mm -hmm. they're back then. Because yeah. I mean, well, they had a fun high school experience. One thing that I like to add in is that, because I don't know much about the kind of the genre of music you listen to, but I do know from like hearing or listening to just other like white students and other people like that I I'm, that I'm around mm -hmm. is that they actually don't understand. Like when people don't like rap music and they always like seem to claim, oh, it's just about women and drugs and money. It's like I used to think the same thing when I was younger. But like the more older you you get, the more you're able to interpret. And when you li like listen to interviews of these artists, like that's not their. It's not that you're just like flaunting a whole bunch of stuff. Like there's a deeper meaning to it. It's just harder to. They're misunderstood. Yeah, you know, I didn't get that for a long time. But yeah, no, that was a big. Yeah, because when you listen to some of these artists, like it's kind of hard to not to hear, but like just women and drugs and murder and, and all these other things. You, you talked to me about that point. Right. That's kind of what put me off it for a while. But then right. after, like you kind of explained it to me that time about it's about like the just, difference, I started to enjoy. It's like they know nothing else because that's how society. That's what they came up in a low income inner yeah, city yeah. situation where some people like to say it's a choice when you have to go to the streets, but it's a system mm -hmm. like you're you can go left to right but the roads are gonna join at the end of the path so and that that gave me a lot of like more respect yeah. for it. i think a lot of people like i think rap can be very misunderstood easily yeah, yeah. like i like I, I was exactly like that like i like because i thought it was just kind of like inappropriate it just sounds very like that's how they are they have to be very that's how they're raised you yeah. have to be very ruthless and straightforward to the point because that's how you have to survive out there and that's what they get to knowing that's 
becomes like all they know. Mm-hmm. So, and then you have other rappers that live no kind of life like that, but that's what's popular because people listen to those rappers and just get the energy off it, but don't understand like sometimes what they're saying it really comes from experience and pain. Yeah. Like, and then they also in interviews are like when you listen to the music, you might think that this will influence like a young child to go do some of these bad things. But if you listen to the interviews of some of these rappers, it's like, no, I'm just talking about what I know. And that's just what's popular. Because a lot of them yeah. are just really out there trying to chase a check mm-hmm. and trying to get money because they don't want to have to go back to the streets because music is what got them out of that situation. Yeah. So when people think it's like, oh, they're going to influence kids to start doing all these crazy and bad things, it's like, in the interviews, they tell you, no, I'm talking about what I do. I would hate for somebody to go and have to do the things and live through the things I've lived through because it's nothing, like they say, it gets you nowhere but either dead or in jail. Yeah, and I've noticed, uh, I think, uh, you know, there's rappers and it's kind of sort of a newer thing to kind of go more off of energy more than lyrics, but I think uh, like a couple of rappers that have done it really well recently with kind of getting that comparison to this isn't, like, we're not not being lyrical, we're not not saying anything, we are saying something, but we're trying to give off that energy because that's what's getting people hits. Um, So, like, a couple of rappers, like, I think J. Cole's last album and 21 Savage's last album, they were, I think they did really well at kind of bringing those two things together and saying, like... um, Because I know there's a big shift from sort of when, you know, so when hip-hop was created, it was, you know, still done with drum sets and uh, things like that with the whole sort of technology wave coming over and it becoming easier to make music with a computer and it kind of losing that sort of, it it, it lost more of that sort of rawness and became sort of an energy thing. So when when, that's how I feel like, you know, an artist is super talented when they can take what they're saying. And put it into the energy energy and 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 give off an actual message. Yeah. Yeah, that does take talent. That takes serious talent. Yeah, and seeing uh, a lot of uh, rappers kind of pay homage to older uh, rap groups or uh, older, like, R&B artists that they listen to, that their parents played for them growing up, or, like, when rappers... I know a lot of rappers, you know, uh, mention Nirvana and, you know... The whole whole joke with people wearing Nirvana shirts but never actually listening to Nirvana. Um, I know there are a lot of rappers that... (laughs) There are a lot of rappers that, uh, you know, identify with that. uh, Specifically, like, uh, uh, the late XXX Tentacion. He had a... He has a lot of comparisons to our generation, sort of, Kurt Cobain. And there's just a lot of things where once you get down into it and understand, yeah, this is sort of... They're playing off of energy, but it's still... They're still... At the saying end, how they feel trying to yeah. get a message across and like they're like notice that like there are two different leagues of rappers you know oh, like most definitely like, oh, yeah the, the there's the, bumps, the, the i wouldn't the, even the, say the, that i would honestly say that there's like so many different genres and like minutes like sub yeah. genres so, yeah. of rap what that something could sound completely different from your usual trap yeah. and 808s and yeah. still be rap and get off a completely different vibe. Yeah, and that's, yeah like, that's that's part of yeah. the, exactly like yeah. that's part of the beauty of like hip hop and rapping itself. I think what kind of happened to it is the same thing that happened with uh, rock. How well rock kind of came from blues and then it split off into uh, an infinite amount of genres with like metal and soft rock and. I think the same thing now. A lot of all the classic rock came from yeah. blues. Yeah. So Leonard, if you Leonard Skinner, Allman yeah. Brothers, all of it. If you think about it now, 
hip hop is still more of a, a current newer thing than say blues <laughs> rock and it's it's now getting to that phase where it's splitting into a million different uh it's splitting into a million different uh subgenres oh and i was gonna say before before we end it uh there is a lot a lot of um people going back to to classic rock, like I was saying, like it's on the rise again. And there's yeah. actually a cool, if you would like want to check it out, there's a cool band called Greta Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. And they are making like classic rock music again now, which is super, yeah, super that's cool. Super like, rare. They're, they're blowing up too. Like they have like 48 million hits on, on like yeah. their most famous song. Like, I mean, if you, if you want to get into that music, like there's there's a new band now doing that again. It's it's rare. As many good uh, bands there might be out there, it's, it's harder to, I'd say it's harder to find um, ones that have the same sort of mainstream effect that mm-hmm. uh, a lot of hip-hop artists do now. But um, Chance, Aldrich, do you have any last comments? Um, well, we didn't get to touch on all of our topics, so I'll assume that we'll be coming back with a part two. And um, mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening to the Eagle Exchange podcast, and we'll see you next time.